Welcome to the Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive into this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. What up, my super lovers, and welcome back to another episode of the Rediscover You podcast. On today's show, I'm going to be talking to you about your superpower, which is your uniqueness. And when we really break it down, your uniqueness is your strength. Last night, my partner said to me, he's like, babe, do you reckon I'm quite unique? And I'm like, of course, babe, of course you're unique. So is every other human out there. And he's like, well, how come it's that some people don't show their uniqueness? And I'm like, babe, it's because your superpower is executing and you really execute and play on that strength when so many people out there aren't playing on their strengths and they're not aware what their uniqueness is because there's obviously so many things in the world that has really shined us down from sharing our uniqueness, from stepping into our actual true power. And to be honest, I think a lot of people out there don't really know what their strengths are. And I was one of them. Like, I didn't really know what my strength was. I didn't even know. I thought strengths was just something that you were good at, and that is what you classified as a strength. It wasn't until recently I actually discovered an incredible book called Now Discover Your Strengths by Marcus Buckingham. And then I did the Gallup Strength Finder test. And when I did that test, oh, did it make a lot of sense with the results. And that's what's inspired me to do this show today and chat about the book, Now Discover Your Strengths, because I feel there are so many of us not playing on our strengths. And it's quite common. The more you play on the strengths, the more unique you become because we aren't all designed to be the same. We aren't all designed to just fit in. And the world that we live in, it's like if you're not fitting in, then you don't belong somewhere. So we mold ourselves and we try and fit in so we can belong, but then we're not living up to our strengths. We're actually forgetting what we're good at. Or we may do something and we feel like we're playing out of the box. And again, we feel like we don't belong. Or we may do something and someone might put us down because they just don't get it. Again, we don't play to our strengths. Or we get a job that we become comfortable with and we work that job for money and it doesn't play on our strengths. We're just in it to make money and because it's comfortable and we get complacent and we don't live into our strengths. Okay, okay, so you're like, okay, enough about the strengths, tell us more. (laughs) What are these strengths? So let me break it down because there's a few elements to all of this and there's areas that actually make up your strengths, but let me just really just nail this down, that your strength is your gift. It is what you are born with. It cannot be changed 
Do you get that? It cannot be changed because it lives inside of you. But there are elements that make up of your strengths which can be changed. And those are your knowledge, your skills, and your talents. So let's break it down because knowledge is broken into two parts. We have factual knowledge, which is the content. So to give you an example, the content is like when you start to learn a language, the factual knowledge is the vocabulary. You must learn what each word means or you'll never be able to speak that language. Just like if you were a salesperson, you must spend time learning about the products that you are selling. If you're in the medical world and let's say you're a nurse, you, know, you are giving medication to someone, for example, paracetamol, you have to know how much paracetamol is appropriate for each procedure. You get the gist. You understand now what factual knowledge is. It's the content around it. And the other part of knowledge is experimental knowledge. And it isn't something that you learn in the classroom or something you read in a manual. Experimental knowledge is actually about having that discipline in yourself to pick things up along the way and retain it. It's about being self-aware. So the more self-aware you are of a situation and understanding the values around it, you can really pick up on the experimental knowledge. A great example would be is from the movie Man on the Moon, played by Jim Carrey. It's based on a true story of Andy Kaufman, who was a comedian who changed the world of the way that stage setting was done. Andy realized something really unique at the beginning of his career by experimenting with two characters. He played two characters that did quite well. He got a few laughs with them, but nothing spectacular around them. The two characters was a foreign man who was like a sweet, naive, straight man, and then Elvis Presley impression. And what would happen is when Andy would perform the Elvis Presley impression first, he wouldn't get the best reaction to that. In fact, people were actually quite offended. They would leave the set and they would just look at him and be like, who is this guy and who does he think he is? But when he decided he'd swap around the two characters and at the beginning of his set, he would play the foreign man first. That was great, you know, he had a few laughs with it and it was going well. And then when he would play Elvis Presley next, the audience went insane. They uproared, they clapped, they loved it. And that is when Andy realized the importance of stage setting and how each role is different when you play the characters. Other examples outside of stage would be like, if we're looking at marketing, for example, you know, if we wanted to market to mothers, we wouldn't go and market on radio channels because they're not at home listening to the radio. Probably marketing on Facebook or marketing on the TV would be a lot more stronger to actually touch women. So it's all about the experimental in those areas of that knowledge, which we learn along the way from the environment and being aware of it and being aware of what's going on. And that is what experimental knowledge is all about. And then we have skills. Skills is bringing structure to the experimental knowledge. So what does that mean? It means that whatever the activity at some point, a smart person would have sat back and formulized all the accumulated knowledge into a sequence of steps, which we could then learn the steps 
to gain the skills. So for example, with the man on the moon, Andy Kaufman learned the different stage settings and the importance of the characters. So someone could write that down of which characters should go first when you're doing a stage setting, whether you want to portray the innocents first to then lead into someone famous and that would get a better response. So we would learn those skills and then portray that whenever we go out and have a performance. Another example would be dancing. Dancing is a skill, but someone would have had to learn something along the way by experimenting and just moving their body and getting a reaction to the audience. And when they would get a good move, they would formulate it into steps. And that's when it would become a skill because they'd be able to teach it to someone in the steps broken down. I hope that makes sense because that is where how skills are actually formulated through steps, but it doesn't come unless we have experimental knowledge first. Woo! Insane, right? Have you ever sat down to think about what actually is a skill? What is a knowledge? If you haven't read the book yet, now discover your strengths. Oh my goodness. I highly recommend going and reading the book. It is absolutely incredible and everything I am sharing right now has been from that book. And then, and then, <laughs> and then we have talents. So what is talent? Talent is actually often described as a special natural ability. But after reading the book, Now Discover Your Strengths, I've learned that talent is actually a reoccurring pattern of thought, feeling, or behavior that can be productively applied. How cool is that? That your talent is a reoccurring pattern of your thought, feeling, or behavior. So if you're sat here right now going like, I don't know what my talent is, have a think about it. What's a reoccurring thought that you have over playing in your head? That's actually a talent. And what feelings do you get? And what behaviors do you do around it? Because that is a talent. I'll go more into talent so that can make more sense. So if you are charming, for example, that is actually a talent. Have you ever met someone and you're like, oh wow, they're just so charming. That's a talent. It's a behavior that they're doing, a feeling you're actually getting, and obviously a thought that they have because your thoughts will always become your feelings and then your feelings will become your actions. So that's how your talent is actually formed and that's how you can figure out what your talent is. So think about it. What are some thoughts that you're having? What are some patterns that you portray? Like if you're responsible, that's a talent. If you're persistent, that's a talent. If you're caring, that's a talent. Okay, I hope that makes sense and you've got it now. So your talents are those reoccurring patterns of thoughts, feelings, or behaviors that you can productively apply and that you do, right? Makes sense. When I read this and learned about it, I was like, whoa, okay, that makes a lot of sense. I was thinking your talents was something that you were born with but it isn't something you're born with. What you're born with is your strength. That's your gift. However, talents are unique 
And they are unique because it does come with your upbringing. And the way that it is, it's because of the reoccurring patterns and how they get created. So let me just break that down to you about the reoccurring patterns. So basically your reoccurring patterns are created by the connections in your brain. This is important. You can create new talents as time goes on. It's not something you have to be like, oh, if I'm young, that's how that talent happens. So this is what I've got to do. You can create a talent now if you wanted to, but it comes with time and practice. And the more you put into it, the more talent will come out of it. It's because of the connections in the brain that have to keep working it out. The brain is actually quite an interesting, odd organ. I freaking love the brain. The more I dig into it, the more I learn about it, the more I'm just like, this is just such a fascinating organ. When you think about it, it's the only organ that grows backwards in our whole body. Our liver, our kidneys, and thankfully our skin all start small and gradually get larger until they reach the appropriate size and when we become an adult. But with our brain, the exact opposite happens. Our brain gets very big quickly and then shrinks and shrinks until we are adults. It's bizarre, isn't it? As our brain becomes smaller and smaller, but yet we become smarter and smarter. When we really dig into it, I think the secret of making sense to this organ can be found in what we call the synapsis. A synapsis is a connection between the two brain cells that enable the cells, which is also called our neurons, to communicate with one another. The way to look at synapses as though they're threads. And it's important to be aware and know about our synapses because that's where our behavior comes down to. Our behavior depends on the formations of our synapses and the connections that it's made between the neurons in our brain. So when we think about our synapses, our synapses is what creates our talents. It's the connection between the brain and those brain cells. That is why we all have uniqueness and we all have our superpower. Our strength is our uniqueness. We are all unique in such a different way. But many of us find it so hard to convince ourselves of this enduring uniqueness. It's because our talents can come so easily to us. And sometimes when our talents are so easy to us, we don't really actually see the world differently. We think that everyone has the same talent or everyone thinks the way that we think. Like, have you ever come to the point where you're like, doesn't everyone see the world as I do? Doesn't everyone feel a sense of like impatience to get the project started? Doesn't everyone want to avoid conflict and find the common ground? Can't everyone just see that obstacle line waiting there right in front of them down that path that they can just solve? Our talents just seem so natural to us that they just seem to be common sense. But on some level, it's quite confronting to believe that the sense we make of the world is common to everyone. But in truth, our sense isn't common at all. The sense we make of the world is individual. Our sense, our reoccurring pattern of thought, feeling or behavior is caused by our uniqueness, our talents. And so how does our talents play in with our strengths? 
Well, our talents are the most strongest synaptic connection we have. That's why it's explaining why the importance of our synapses and how that all gets formed. And when understanding that, we understand that our talents are based upon our thoughts, our feelings, and our behavior. And it's all the connections that we make between our brain and the cells, which are our neurons. And when we have that connection, we must understand that it's the strongest part of connecting and the most important raw material that we have for our strength building. Identifying our most powerful talents will always come down to the skills and knowledge we have as well. When we really can understand the difference between the skills, the knowledge, and our talents, then we could really understand that we are unique and we all have some special gifts inside us that we've just got to learn what they are and really focus on how we can bring that out in what we're doing. If we're in a role right now that isn't serving us because we're not playing on our strengths, deep down, we're never going to feel that satisfied. Like if you were in a role where you were playing on your talents and just your talents, eventually they'll feel like something in you is missing. There's like a missing link because it's not portraying to your actual strength. So it's important to understand the difference between knowledge, skills, and talent. When we understand how they all work and put them in with each other, we can discover deep down what our strengths are and how they were all formed. So many people get so stuck on just living on their talents because it's something they're good at from doing over and over and over again and making that synapses connection, but doesn't mean it's their strength. And if you're just living in your talent and not playing to your full uniqueness, which is your strength, there'll be that mm, something in you that just feels like something is missing. And when you start to work on your strength, you'll understand why you feel unique. And that's where so much will change. The best way to do this and really figure out your strength is I really just recommend buying the book now, Discover Your Strengths. It's super incredible. I learned so much from that. Or even heading to the Strength Finder. Just Google uh, Gallup Strength Finder test and you'll be able to find the test that I did there. And with that, it will give you the strengths from the test that you've done. It's by far the most powerful test I have ever done and when I saw my results it just made so much sense like so much sense for me my talent and what it does is it breaks yourself down into different themes so there's four different main themes they have in the strength there is executing there's influencing, there's relationship building, and strategic thinking. Those are the four main things, but there are over poof, like 30 plus different strengths in each of those themes. And when you do the test, it's a one in a million chance that someone is going to have the exact same test as you. And that's what I find so powerful is because there's so many different ones out there and it's really about what you're great at. So when I did mine, I discovered my main strengths were building, relationship building. That's the area that I'm great at. I had, so in one in five, I had three themes of relationship building in the one in five. 
and then I had one in strategic thinking, and then I had one in influencing. My top three strengths was number one, I'm a developer, which means I see the potential in other people, which I've always deep down have realized that I see the potential in other people. And when I actually read that as one of my strengths, I went, oh, that makes so much sense in my dating history. That's why I've attracted so many men in my life where I've seen potential in them and all I've wanted to do was push and push and push them out of them. But that's my strength. And now that I know that, it's how do I use that strength to in a healthy way to help people really recognize that potential that they see in themselves. So I really love the fact that I've actually understood that strength in myself. The other strength I portray is empathy. I feel, I feel people when I can go in a room and I know something's up and they're sad. Even someone is putting on a mask, I can tell that something is wrong with them and it's more something I can't explain, but it's something I can feel. And that makes so much sense why I wanted to be a counselor because of the fact that I would want to help people because I could feel their emotions. And that came under one of my strengths as well. And then I have the activator, which is just about influencing and, you know, making a decision and get going. I'm not the best at making decisions, but I'm great at once a decision is made, I'm like, okay, let's go. Decision made, we are on, we are on fire and we have to get this done. And then I'm reading you my top five right now. And then I have the input and oh my gosh, that makes so much sense too because whenever I'm in a group setting and there's something that I you know, feel as though I can share and have an input in it to make a change, I, I'm an importer and I share the knowledge and I love learning things, but I love learning things to share it with people and give back. Not the best at executing, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> that's why sometimes I'm really like inconsistent with posting on social media. Um, so yeah, like in, the inconsistency isn't the best for me because of the execution. So I know, know now to execute, I have to have a team to help me execute and I have a great team behind me to help me get all that moving and my amazing partner Reese is such an amazing executor it was actually his top strength and that's you know why I truly believe he's doing so many amazing things in life and he's seems so unique to people and he is unique because he's really portraying on his strength of executing. He does that so well and he's living in his uniqueness. He's living in his superpower and that's really what it's all about. And my last strength is positivity. I am, I'm super positive. I love being positive around anyone is with me and I just love to make them shine and bring out the best in people, um, which brings back to developer, but yeah, positivity, seeing things from a different perspective. Definitely, I'm a half full glass type of person rather than a glass half empty. I love to always see the benefits of what we can learn from it, even if it's something that may happen to us. It's always recognizing the lessons that can be learned in it. So it's absolutely amazing legends. The strength binder test is by far the best thing I've ever done. And now implementing that into the areas of my business and helping other people recognize them in themselves is just a key thing. 
And I really truly believe that one way to rediscover yourself and pull off all those masks and show up as you and know that you are enough is by learning your strengths and really tapping into your uniqueness because that is your superpower. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Rediscover You podcast. If you loved this show, then subscribe to it on iTunes and leave a five-star review. If you had an aha moment from this episode, then share the love with your friends. Screenshot this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, and make sure to tag Melissa on Instagram at TheMelFernandez. And if no one has told you lately, Melissa wants to remind you that you are enough.